Welcome to the Not So Men So Nice podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. We're two grown ass adult children here to talk about life and all of its blunt and not safe for work hilarity. With that being said, let's elaborate. The Not So Minnesota Nice podcast is rated R for really awesome, raw honesty, completely unfiltered and unadulterated. If the words vibrator or offend you, turn back now. You've been warned. I don't want to do it. Do it anyway. <laughs> Yay, our levels are back. Woo! Yay, woo! Welcome to another episode, guys. Hi. It feels like just yesterday we were sitting here recording. Because it was just yesterday. It was Hi again. Hi again. Yes. And we will be posting this episode most likely tonight, actually. Hopefully. I'll probably go home and just. Yeah. yeah. Well, because last week we had our cursed episode. Mm -hmm. So we missed a week and we sort of made a New Year's resolution of sorts that when we started the new season, we were going to be as consistent as humanly possible we while got this. still getting our shit done <laughs> right isn't it's hard it is yes real life gets in the way sometimes but that's okay we're here hi what what um so we normally go into what's going on in the world i don't think we have room for that today i mean the things i found were pretty much on point oh okay Go. For what we're talking about. <laughs> um, did you know you can now get a degree in weed? That's amazing. Uh, Colorado State University Pueblo will offer the first undergraduate weed degree in the U.S. Hmm. Right? Um, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the article. Um, Bigthink.com slash politics, current affairs, marijuana degree. If my computer would work. You know, it would be a whole lot more scientific sounding if they said marijuana degree, not weed degree. I, I know. I mean. Or even cannabis. I'm assuming that the actual. Yeah. Check out the curriculum for the nation's first cannabis focused bachelor's program. That Boom. is way nicer sounding. Like college. Because, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the one thing that there there's a stigma. Yeah. Behind marijuana. There is. Um, so for an article to be so nonchalant and being like, hey, we degree, it's like that's going to turn people off immediately. Right. Not to critique this guy's writing, but no. I'm critiquing it just a little bit. Um, it says the program will include intensive coursework focused on chemistry and advanced biology. Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is how hard it is to grow certain plants. Well, and that and they don't we don't know enough about how how many properties it has medicinally. We don't. Right. So yeah. this is amazing. That's a good. That's great. I am all for biology. Do yes, it. exactly. We're, we <laughs> Collectively, we are all for having more information mm -hmm. because like the more information you have, the less scary things are. Exactly. Like the deep, <clears throat> deep ocean. The deep, deep. <laughs> um, it says that cannabis has become one of the fastest growing job markets. Yep. Um, as you can imagine with it, you know, being legalized everywhere. 
Um, so it says the public, <clears throat> pardon me, a public university in Southern Colorado has announced that it will offer the United States' first cannabis-focused major. The new Cannabis Biology and Chemistry program was created after students at Colorado State University Pueblo expressed intense interest in the field. The rigorous science degree will include coursework focused on chemistry, advanced biology, according to David Lempel, dean mm-hmm. of CSU Pueblo's College of Science and Mathematics. Um... So they're basically saying it's not going to be some, you know, chill party degree. Like, this is actual science. Like, yep. um, I don't know. And, like, it's it's cool because of the medicinal properties. Like, we we could be discovering so much more. Like, even from what we have discovered, like, it's, I don't know. Honestly, with all of the stigma that surrounds cannabis... And even the scientific things they've discovered now and are disproving or proving or whatever, like, it's really cool that this is going to be a thing. Yes. Like, there are so many different applications for this. Or maybe there aren't. And that's just it. Well, no. Well, yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. whenever we were growing up, like, when we were kids, we had the D.A.R.E. program. Right. Right. And it was so focused on scare tactics and, you know. Right. You, you think about certain <laughs> movies being like, hey, if you smoke reefer, you're going to be like that guy. <laughs> be a complete loser Which, or end up killing people because I've seen you. those memes. I've known people who have actually become the complete loser. Yes. Like, how did you let this consume your that particular thing? But then again, well, and that's, people let other things consume Well, that's life, exactly so. like whenever you're dealing with moderation, anything that's any kind of medicine anything that is making you feel a different way or treating a condition right. it's going to work different for different people yeah. all, all of our bodies have different compositions you know like it's all biology exactly we were talking about how you know ssris um i think i've talked about it on the podcast before like how i tried going on them and it caused thousands more problems right. than not being on them right and now we're looking at the fact that, you know, medical marijuana is treating things like depression and anxiety and anorexia. And, you know, it's helping people live, you know, healthier, happier lives without having to digest all these crazy chemicals. She just really wants to be a part of the I podcast. Know, but my God. Willow's at it again and she's just being extra cute. And of course it's cute because she's not my cat. So she doesn't keep me up at night. No, there's actually, she sleeps through the night really well for being a cat. Oh really? Like she gets up maybe once to go run around for a minute and then she comes back down and lays down. That's adorable. It is. But this clawing of my blanket thing. The look on her face while she does it too is just like, oh man. I wonder if I can get a picture. I'm going to try. Okay. I'm going to keep reading. Oh, I said picture. Now she's going to stop. She's a little camera shy. The ban on weed, which is outlawed in the 1930s, has only recently started to lift. Though it is still federally illegal, cannabis is now recreationally legal in 11 states, plus Washington, D.C. It's also legal for medical usage in 33 states. As a result, cannabis has become one of the fastest growing job markets. Forbes estimates that the industry is responsible for the employment of around 300,000 full-time workers. I'm not going to lie, guys. I would love to be able to move somewhere where I could grow it outdoors. Right. And use it to help people. Fair enough. I'm telling you, we're going out to Washington State. Right? It's going to happen. Okay. I got a gift. I'm happy now. I'm sorry. You hear that, Christian? We're coming. We're coming. Um, They have space. (laughs) 
<laughs> new degree is intended to prepare students for opportunities to work in chemistry, biology, or natural product labs. That means uh, jobs ranging from CBD extraction to analyzing soil chemistry. Oh, yeah. Um, though perceptions of marijuana and hemp have evolved over the last decade, the cannabis plant is still shrouded in cultural and political controversy. Yeah. Uh, the bachelor's program is not intended to be a political or an attempt to legitimize cannabis consumption. It's rigidly focused on the scientific aspects of the weed plant. Which is awesome. Yes. Um, it goes on to explain that uh, potentially they're excited about revealing new creative applications of the cannabis plant. Exactly. Yep. Like we already know, you know, there's so many different benefits of, you know, from hemp and everything, but there's so many things that we obviously haven't thought of i mean that's just well the the magic of the world cbd craze that's been kind of gripping the nation a little bit has yeah already helped prove and disprove some things which is kind of cool yeah absolutely a lot more people who were so staunch like marijuana is bad they're seeing that they're more against the thc and the getting high opposed to the cbd that doesn't get you high it Right. You know, it's well, and there's, there's no different people, than Xanax. There's people who have been very pro uh, all the medicinal things, but then they've tried different CBD products and been like, yeah, this doesn't work. Which, fair enough, there are some applications that probably aren't working. Yes. <laughs> and this is why we... And it goes back to the body chemistry. Yep, exactly. You know, Maybe like... your biochem is a little off for that to work with you, not in general. <laughs> Yeah. At least you're not judging people's nipple size. (laughs) That would be so wrong of me. So horrible. (laughs) Thanks for shaming me on the podcast. You know what? No, because we worked it out. You weren't actually judging her or shaming her. You were just making a commentary (laughs) about the portrait. That's true. Good writers notice details. Art critic. Ah, I'm going with art critic. That works. I like it. I like it. So yeah, that's a fun little thing that's that's been happening, um, as well as the push to legalize Sorry. magic mushrooms. Ah, yes. Um, Mushrooms. This is another thing. It's obviously super controversial. Like, and we want to make it very, very clear in this episode, just because we are talking about two medicines that happen to also be illegal substances. In some states. In some, well, federally. Federally. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> doesn't mean we're we're saying, hey, go out there and do drugs, kids, because drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> but what is also bad is not having good proper information and, right. you know, going to your doctor and having an open, honest conversation about it. Exactly. Right? And that, That's yeah. a good disclaimer. That's a good disclaimer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All good things. <laughs> you got this. Is my microphone is on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> like you haven't been on this whole time. Oh, I, I know. Every so often, I What's like new. You're talking, and I tip mine. It's still on. It's still on. <laughs> We're good. We're good. You guys, we don't we don't have headphones on. We should. We will we, eventually. Yeah. We we gotta get one of those little adapter mm-hmm. thingies. We have. An extra mic now. Yeah. For guests. We're Come getting be a guest. Woo. Right. Studio's almost done. Donate to our Patreon. Right. <laughs> Not to be so blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know what? 
in order to get things, you have to ask for things. So it's true. Send money our way if you have a little extra to spare. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll send you postcards and stuff. Yeah, it'd be it'd be cool. Um, so the push to legalize magic mushrooms. Um, we actually had a friend that was kind of talking about it. Um, she was following. And of course, I should have just messaged her and asked her what his name or job title was. There's this guy that's been really pushing for better information mm-hmm. about the properties of quote unquote magic mushrooms. Um, this one article, they have a really good, bla- uh, I shouldn't say blast, they have a really good segment on the Netflix brain show about mushrooms and what it does for people. Right, you know, and, and the medicinal use—it's pretty cool. And even non-psychedelic mushrooms, mm-hmm. um, we're we're finding a whole lot more usage mm-hmm. for for those. Like I take a blend of like three different, just regular, mm-hmm. like shiitake, whatever mushrooms, um, every night before bed, and it's supposed to help with like actually like lucid dreaming and just like better rest and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neuropathy pain. Yeah. So you know, if you know a diabetic or something who gets you know horrible leg cramps, this has been shown to help with that. Um, I should find. I'll find the link on Amazon for the ones that I use and maybe yeah. post it just so people have better Some reference there. Yeah, and better yeah. information about it just because yeah. I mean it, it ends up listing. I think a lot of different, at least in the reviews, a lot of different conditions that people have been using for them. Yeah, that's cool. If that made any sense. No, it Um, totally does. So the article, which we will post as well, is talking about how this group of people ended up going to what they thought was just a gardening workshop. Okay. Um, They had to sign non-disclosure agreements. uh, And they're like, okay, well, when... I mean, when the U of M was working on the new apples and stuff, like that was all super Mm -hmm, hush-hush about a stupid apple. Well, they don't want the things to get out. It's competition. It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So they said on a table at the front of the room sat soil additives, humidity detectors, and an oyster mushroom the size of a grapefruit. That's a big mushroom. Mm -hmm. And Will Goss, who was the instructor, you know, came in and was explaining that this was a a mushroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Grow, goes on to describe like how they grow. Talks about the the spores, and everyone's like, "Okay, we're we're learning how to how to grow things." Interesting, but they didn't realize that they were actually finding out how to cultivate or cultivate psychedelic mushrooms, which of course are illegal to possess under state and federal laws. Right. <clears throat> the workshop at Santa Cruz's Loudon. Mountain? Nelson so. Community Center was sponsored by Decriminalize California, a statewide group of activists like Gaz, who are not only seeking to raise awareness about the use of psychedelic mushrooms, but also to persuade California voters to support a November ballot measure that would legalize the hallucinogenic fungi. Goss, a longtime fungi enthusiast, believes education is the best way to influence public perceptions of the drug and inform people of its potential benefits. Right. Uh, this is a potent medicine we're talking about. It is, yeah. Denver last spring became the first U.S. city to decriminalize the possession and use of psychedelic mushrooms. Oakland quickly followed, expanding its resolution to include all hallucinogenic plants, including ayahuasca and peyote. Hmm. 
And similar campaigns have popped up in dozens of cities across the country, including Santa Cruz, where the city council in late January voted unanimously to pass a resolution calling on police to not spend city funds to pursue drug charges for the use or possession of all psychedelic fungi and plants. So only natural things. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Uh, but Goss's group is aiming much higher. Its initiative would not only legalize the possession and use of hallucinogenic mushrooms, but also allow commercial sales and distribution of the drug across the Golden State. Okay. Uh, for its measure to appear on November's ballot, the group will need to gather at least so 623,000 just over signatures of registered voters by July 6th. Okay. Uh, there's a whole lot more information on this article, so we'll post it in the episode notes and social media and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. um, because we'll be going a little bit further into this as well in our like main topic. Right. But since this was just posted February 14th, I thought it was cool to add it into our news segment. For sure. On topic. On topic. What do you think about that? Ayahuasca and peyote on there too. That scares me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm not a prude, but right. I Um, mean, I think the hardest part with anything that that is a substance, like whatever it is, even ibuprofen, is it can be abused, and that's the problem. Yes. Like, and I worry because regulation gets sticky. Ayahuasca and peyote, especially, are such an intense natural substance, right? Um, and are used for typically such spiritualistic reasons yeah. um i mean when anything goes mainstream it ruins it for the people that use yeah. it sacredly for, yes yeah. yes exactly yeah. that's yeah. perfect um so yeah and True. i'm also worried about some you know dumbasses on peyote in public right well like even, fear and loathing style <laughs> <laughs> well even with even with mushrooms um yeah that people too. experience ridiculously crazy highs yes and that's going to be the hard thing to regulate like maybe they have genetic (laughs) testing where they're like all right you prick your finger now maybe you can have mushrooms i don't know that just seems ridiculous but yeah that seems a little too like Like a little too stringent brotherish (laughs) yeah and i don't like big government so but um (laughs) but you know something like obviously everything takes knowing yourself knowing your limits etc but that's where the potential for abuse comes in with anything alcohol cigarettes well and it's just like Tylenol. any yeah any medicine <laughs> you have people who end up you know like they break a leg they break a major bone and they go on percocet and then right. they're on it for so long that they just naturally develop an addiction because it is extremely addictive right. and then before they know it well, then they're having to do, take other pharmaceuticals to get off the one pharmaceutical because now they're addicted yeah. and and then it's, it's just, just a this cycle. vicious cycle yep. which i mean that happens when they that can happen depending on your personality and your uh, a, a addict profile. I forget what it's called mm-hmm. specifically. But like even people who are put on that massively giant ibuprofen pill. Oh, yeah. It's non-addictive. Right. But they get addicted to it. Well, chapstick. Chapstick, yeah. Chapstick oh, is you've non- my strange addiction. <laughs> it's non-addictive. <laughs> Yes, and there are people who have crazy addictions. That's true. You know, Which, but your your lips end up getting accustomed to it, yeah. and then start drying out because there are tons of chemicals. And then all of a sudden, you're needing to use chapstick all the time. Yeah, exactly. your lips are now addicted. Basically, <laughs> they're dependent upon dependent. it. Dependent. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the one scary thing about li- these, even with medicinal marijuana. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's the a potential for abuse is there no matter what. And I mean, yeah, it's something we can probably there, deal with. But it was there before. Yeah, it was there before, so. it, but it just wasn't as easy. It to wasn't come, as to available. Yeah, that's the problem when availability goes up. Like when you go to, to Vegas, gambling, <laughs> and you, yeah, and you're already having to deal with people getting free drinks when they're gambling, right? And that kind of nonsense. Like I don't mind going to Vegas and running into a whole bunch of stoners. If anything, they're just going to tell me where the best tacos are. Um, but Not necessarily. Then, but okay, well, you, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> they're usually more chill. I get but it. But then all of a sudden, <laughs> we're now in this environment with masses of people not knowing if they're drunk stoned high tripping right. <laughs> plain fucked, fucked up, up individuals you know like <clears throat> yeah it's know. it's gonna be an interesting yeah, i'm curious to see how this goes yeah I am. as as you know it's gonna be overly regulated at first if if it passes well yeah everything is which is fine that's that's probably a good thing but the other thing too though is it might not i mean it you're gonna see a spike in people using yes just like with everything else oh yeah because it's available well, Not necessarily legally, but available. Well, yeah. Like, as soon as it <laughs> passed in, you know, Colorado, people were like, oh, I'm taking we're a going trip to Colorado. To Colorado. Let's go. Let's go. You know, Illinois just passed. And, you know, how many people do we know? It's like, hey, you want to go to Illinois? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, well, and it just makes you wonder what our kids are going to end up going through yeah. as they're growing up. Like, how, how different is this going to be than it was for us? Yeah. And it really wasn't that long ago. I mean, really. really yeah. I mean, we were talking about it going from Dare from whenever we were right. younger, younger than them, but not much younger. But not much, yeah. Um, to you know, at least the much younger ones growing up in a world where pot's legal, <laughs> right, for the most part. But it's and, and it's just that getting to it being a medi- medicine is the thing. Yes, it just needs to get to having that, point. that that healthy conversation with your kids and everything because. The less information that they have, the more that you try to shield people. Mm-hmm. Like ignorance isn't bliss, really. It's just stupidity. Well, <laughs> it's ignorance. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, be informed, guys. That's a good tangent. Oh, sorry, that almost got into a whole. So uh, Super Tuesday's coming up. It's a political thing. Um, the informed thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Be informed. <laughs> See, I glared at her because we don't talk politics no, on we're here. We're not going to talk about specifics. All I'm going to say is be informed. Be That's informed. And you know what? That is perfect advice no matter what you, what flag you fly. think you believe in <laughs> or whatever. Like, just be, be informed. informed. Do your fucking research. Exactly. Main topic. Main topic. Mind-altering medicine. We found the main topic, guys. We did. It's like finding the clitoris the first time. <laughs> 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 oh exciting Jenny, i fucking love you <laughs> yes medical marijuana marijuana okay so again quick disclaimer points to remember this is from one of the websites that we've been mm-hmm. looking at the term medical marijuana refers to treating symptoms of illness and other conditions for with the whole unprocessed marijuana plant or its basic extracts. The FDA has not recognized or approved the marijuana plant as medicine. However, the scientific study of the chemicals of marijuana called cannabinoids has led to two FDA-approved medications in pill form, dronabinol and nebulon, used to treat nausea and boost appetite. What? You didn't know that? 
No. You're learning things with our new... Yes, I like. I just copied and pasted it. I was like, oh, yep. I should probably read this. Things to look into, Jess. Yes. Awesome. Um, <laughs> more on this later. Uh, cannabinoids are chemicals related to Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol. Yeah. Holy shit. Nice. <laughs> Yay, you did it. For me. <laughs> uh, marijuana's main mind-altering ingredient. Um, that, what I just said, I'm not saying it again, that's THC. THC, yeah. Uh, <laughs> currently, the two main cannabinoids from the marijuana plant that are of interest for medical treatments are THC and CBD, which is cannabidiol. Cannabidiol? Anyways, the body also produces its own cannabinoid chemicals. Scientists are conducting preclinical and clinical trials with marijuana and its extracts, extracts to treat symptoms of illness and other conditions, which Jenny has. I have qualifying I conditions in Minnesota anyway, and I think they're pretty universal, but not Yeah, always. Minnesota is one of the more stingy states mm-hmm. um, for the conditions. They are adding them. Um, as like, they go. As they go, as as they see fit the, or a need for them. Right. Um, but there's tons of information if you feel like any of these, you know, fit you, you can check your, your state laws and talk to your doctor. Right. Exactly. Doctor, okay. doctor, doctor. Do well, it legally, guys. do those things. Yes. Do it legally. If you can. We have mm-hmm. to say that. <laughs> we have to say that. <laughs> I said if we can. I said it quietly. So you said it quietly and then I made a big deal out of it. Okay. That's great. Qualifying conditions. Yes. Cancer. So do my God, talking is hard. Cancer associated with severe or chronic pain, nausea, severe vomiting, a word I'm not going to try and say, or severe wasting. Okay. Glaucoma. Huh? Wasting. I. It just says severe wasting. Okay. I don't know if that means diarrhea or if it means <laughs> like wasting away. Yeah, I'm right. not sure. I'm not going to Google that one right now. Nope. Not nope. right now. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Glaucoma, HIV mm-hmm. AIDS, Tourette syndrome. ALS, mm-hmm. seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe and per- persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis, blah, 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 blah. MS, mm-hmm. inflammatory bowel disease, including Crohn's disease, terminal illness with a probable life expectancy of less than one year, intractable pain. Post-traumatic stress disorder, autism, (laughs) obstructive sleep apnea. Patients can be certified beginning July 1st, 2019. So that passed already. This article is apparently old. Mm. Alzheimer's. Yes. To qualify for the program, you must suffer from cancer or terminal illness with probable life expectancy of under one year. If your illness or its treatment procedures produces one or more of the following severe chronic pain, nausea, or severe vomiting. I really need to figure out how to say that. Or severe <laughs> wasting. What is that word? What? The what? C one? The C word. Ah, uh, coxia? Coxia? Sure. Because if you, if you look at the look word coxic, like it, yeah, it's right? spelled really weird, coxia. So and that's chapter 311, SF number 2470, subdivision 14, qualifying medical, medical conditions under the law in the statute. FYI. <laughs> yes. So that's the list of qualifying things, at least. And like I said, Minnesota is way more stingy about what they are allowing, and it's only oils, not flour. Right. Uh, but where is this thing? There's oh, lots okay. of bordering states where it's legal for more things. 
like recreational. Recreational. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have some different things that look like it's actually from the same article that you posted your bullet points from, which is oh, kind of hilariously awesome. So, Dr. Bon Miller mm-hmm. um, is talking about things that it's not yet proven to help with um, and what it might be. Oh, good. Um, so, greatest amount of evidence for therapeutic effects of cannabis relate to its ability to reduce chronic pain, nausea, and vomiting due to chemotherapy, spastically or tighter stiff muscles from MS. So those are the two ones that they have the most data on how it's treating and helping people with those conditions yeah. on as a whole, not for specific people. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know. I was a little surprised that Minnesota didn't have the nausea and anorexia on their list because we've got such a great big eating disorder program here. Right. Well, because as we know, right, <laughs> like that's kind of a big deal, and that's what they know it treats too. So that's interesting. Like that's a yeah, and, you know, thing. that list seemed a little. Sh- they might have added. Uh, now more that I'm things. thinking about it, in the last few months, I think a couple more things like chronic pain. I think was just added. Well, that was on there. Oh, it was. Yeah, that- chronic pain or muscle spasms, not oh, necessarily okay. associated with MS, but like as associated. Oh, with okay, yeah. Um, well, and they, and he, they're talking about research. Well, I qualify like three times over then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> research suggests that they might. So they have, they're still researching, right? Yeah. Reduce anxiety, reduce inflammation and relieve pain, which they know control nausea and vomiting, which they know. Okay. Yeah. Kill cancer cells and slow tumor growth, which they're working on, mm-hmm. which is awesome. It's been done in rats based on the article that I read earlier. Yep. And then, yeah. Or mice. Um, and then stimulate appetite and improve weight gain. Which is awesome. Right. For people who are having issues in that department. Which would be me. Um, we've kind of talked about a little bit of my health issues because we've had to miss various episodes on right. it. And let me tell you, it sucks to be nauseous all the fucking time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. All the time. So if people could have any kind of just like small reprieve so that they can just sit down and eat a juicy cheeseburger, then... Just let them have their damn medicine. (laughs) It's just for a minute, guys. (laughs) Right? Um, Seriously. Like, oh, terrible. So, yeah. Um, I only have one more thing on the... Epidiolex was approved in 2008 for treating seizures associated with two rare and severe forms of epilepsy. Nice. Which is awesome. And then I have a bunch of side effects. From weed? From weed. Do you want those now? <laughs> you you do your thing. Yeah, let me let yeah. me do the just one quick thing. Yeah. Um, there's a show called You're the Worst. Um, it's on Hulu. Covers a lot of awesome topics. But one of the characters um, has PTSD from the war. Okay. Edgar. And so they're we were talking about possibly trying to play it, but we don't want to get sued. So I'm just gonna explain it. Uh, right. <laughs> Edgar and the other like three other main characters of the show are at like a carnival right like carnival basically and and edgar sitting there with his vape pen thc vape pen right and he's talking about how you know he feels relaxed and it's cool and behind him there is firecrackers going off you know like a whole bunch of noise and the one chick's like 
hey Edgar, how you feeling? Like, how bad is your PTSD? He's like, oh yeah, just the like the slightest little noise, door slam, whatever, and I'm under a table. And so she's like, turn around. And he turns around and he sees all that going and he's like, how long has that been going on? <laughs> like, um. And so the scene was like really powerful and because then, you know, the next like transition, um, he has them shooting like roaming candles at him. Like he's in there vaping and they're shooting <laughs> roaming candles because like he's able to finally have a, a sense of calm right. when you're struggling with something so severe. A little bit of normalcy in the yes. craziness that is PTSD. Exactly. Um, Oof. So I, it was it was extremely powerful. I will admit that I just like broke down crying because well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand PTSD from war at all. Like I'm not right. a vet, but I do understand PTSD. Right. Yep. So um, I will definitely, definitely, definitely post that one as well on our social media because sure. it was freaking incredible. Well, yeah, right? Um, it's that kind of imagery, that kind of powerful stuff that needs to be more, like, that does need to be mainstream. That breaks the that. stigma. It, yeah, it helps break the stigma. You know, like, we, we know how many of our, our veterans have come home and had such a hard time adjusting and, you know, dealing with what they had dealt to deal with, with that yeah. none of us can even imagine right you know so being able to give them any kind of reprieve would be pretty fucking cool right <laughs> like whoa so we should now talk about the yeah no make me feel like an asshole for bringing this no, up no it is important <laughs> we've talked about <laughs> no, it. It's, it important it's important to be informed and know that you know just because it works for your friend janet <laughs> you susan might not be able to handle your shit. <laughs> Mary's okay, but Jane's got some issues. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, some of the side effects of med medicinal marijuana. Well, just marijuana in general, really. Bloodshot eyes, depression, dizziness, fast heartbeat, hallucinations, low blood pressure. This drug can also affect judgment and coordination, which could lead to accidents and injuries when used during the teenage years, when the brain is still developing, marijuana might affect IQ and mental function. Because um, we all have that friend. The effects, <laughs> the effects of inhaled marijuana on lung health aren't clear. That is, there is some evidence that it might increase the risk of bronchitis and other lung problems. It is not as bad for your lungs i hate saying it that way they like whatever as tobacco is for your lungs but there still is it doesn't have research. the same um, the same type of chemicals and carcinogens right well it's the it, most it's effective on helping kill cancer cells so it makes sense that it wouldn't have as many carcinogens right exactly yeah. um it is considered a gateway drug to using other drugs still which stupid. is fine i mean I, stupid I have to say, personal experience-wise, if I hadn't started smoking pot, I probably wouldn't have done other things. I suppose because, because of the people I was with. Yes, and ended up with that makes sense. So, is it marijuana's fault? No, I made my own choices. Mm -hmm. But I do feel well, because like I'm not blaming pot. But yeah, like, it's mind-altering. It whenever you yeah. experience something that's yeah. fun, like let's booze. see what else is fun. Like yeah. whenever you you drink your your first sip of cheap nasty beer that you stole from you know or someone bought for you and it's gross but then you get drunk and you're having a good time and then you're like oh what other kind of booze and right. then all of a sudden you're doing shots out straight out of the bottle well 
that, I mean, yeah, that's is part beer of it. a gateway drug? I mean, any anything, honestly, anything can be a gateway drug for other things, especially with the tolerance effect. Yes. Because the more you use something, the higher your tolerance is, the yes. more you need to get high or or it stops or working. Whatever it stops Same working. Same thing completely. with SSRIs and you other know, meds. Yep. Like ibuprofen. Yeah. Like I <laughs> ended up building up a tolerance to my Xanax and it stopped working. And they're like, oh, well, we can just keep giving you more. And it's like, uh, I don't want to be on that high of a milligram and just be completely brain dead and not be able to remember anything. Right. At least with smoking pot, like, I know why I'm not remembering things. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> right? No, I get it. Um, they are working. Another issue that they have is the FDA doesn't oversee medical marijuana like it does prescription drugs, which is fair. I mean, natural things can come from a lot of different places. Yes. They can't regulate where it comes they from. They can't regulate where it comes from yet. They're working on right. it. Um, but yeah, so strength and ingredients and everything else can differ quite a bit depending on where you get it, Truth. which is part of the problem. Yes. They need better regulation, mm -hmm. which they are working on. I mean, they have specific growers that have to pass all this stuff involving laws. And yeah. um, one of the one of the things that the company I work for makes is parts that go into like oil processing mm -hmm. for cannabis oil. Yeah. Cannab Whatever. Cannaboid. CBD Cannab oil and yes. THC. Yeah, let's yeah. just use the abbreviations. They're funny. Yep. Funny. Anyway, More fun. so it's kind of neat to see some of the processes we have to go through for the parts that are going into a machine for extraction. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of certification there. Yeah, absolutely. It's lots of paperwork. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah. fine. And it's 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 cool to see, though. And it's neat to be kind of a part of it in that weird, like, way. Yeah. No, it, yeah, know? I would be honored. Like, I've seen that. That's really cool. Like, uh, I mean, that happens with, uh, I go to hospitals and I'm like, ah, I, I know, know those things. I worked for the company that makes those, those halo this head thingies yeah. for like broken spines and stuff mm. and i i was like seeing him in a movie and be like oh my god i've oh seen one of those in person i worked for the company we got to hear company. all about the um one of the companies that we sell to makes um artificial heart valves cool which is really neat to learn about that that's like all fucking the tiny awesome. little parts you're like oh, yes oh that's cool are we we sell parts to the people who make those things so like we sell parts to the machining that happens yeah yeah more. yeah yep so not the actual parts in it but well right but no, still it's really cool cool it's neat to learn those those things sometimes you're like knowledge is power knowledge is power <laughs> and that's why we do this yes um so yeah uh next we have a little thing about magic mushrooms yes let's get um, to the mushrooms we were talking about how um like self-regulating with medicine can be a problem and especially with something that can cause hallucinate hallucinations. Uh, one thing that has kind of come about more recently, you might even call it a trend, which I hate, is microdosing mushrooms, okay. essentially. Yeah. Um, the whole purpose... I think behind it or like how it started was because there's people who microdose weed as well. Oh, yeah. They're taking a smaller amount so that they're they're still receiving the benefits from it, but they're not taking so much that they're getting like full on tripped out. Right. They're possibly doing high. some yes. <laughs> and possibly doing more harm. Right. Um so this article I found on Refinery Twenty Nine, we'll post it. 
It says, at a time when many people regularly take CBD, a non-psychoactive compound found in cannabis, to manage their anxiety, it comes at no surprise that we're finding more therapeutic uses for once taboo drugs. Enter psilocybin? Mm-hmm. Or magic mushrooms, which some anecdotally say manages their symptoms of chronic anxiety, depression, and even attention deficit hyperactive disorder mm-hmm. when taken in small microdoses. They also swear it enhances creativity, improves cognition, and yes, we're talking about shrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks um, for clarifying. Of course, it, this is something that started on Reddit because right. everything fun and dark starts on Reddit. I don't know. <laughs> um where people started to basically crowdsource microdosing, microdosing methods, recipes, right? Um, trying to figure out, you know, if it's certain types of mushrooms and, and whatnot, and <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> it's Fair complicated. enough. <laughs> um, but despite how widespread the practices, science and the legal system haven't caught up to the way that people microdose in real life. So, is microdose microdosing worth it or even safe? It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is another thing that has to do with the chemical composition of natural things. Natural things still have chemicals, yep. just like our bodies have chemicals. Right. And sometimes chemicals create explosions. It's, bad things can happen. Bad things can happen. <laughs> yep. Not And everyone's things. biochemical makeup is different. Yes, exactly. Like so. even if you you have a sibling if you go and take a dna test you might have more of you know this this race over here than your sibling does because that's just the way your dna yeah passes out differently from your parents so half and half does not mean you have the same halves yes Mm -hmm. uh so they were just talking about where is it We've long known that taking psychedelic drugs could have a profound therapeutic effect on people's mental health and outlook, but new research points to what's actually going on under the hood in the brain. Psychedelic drugs, such as LSD and psilocybin, essentially change the way that the brain functions, which sounds scary. (laughs) Well, do something that changes your brain too much. That's true. Um, The thing on Netflix that was talking about the brain thing was talking about one, it was one dose to help, like, someone quit smoking, someone was dealing with PTSD, and they no longer have the specific episode. Yes. Like, they're, it's pretty cool. It's just one, one dose, though. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about continuing. Well, and that's one of the things with um, ayahuasca, even, is when, when you spiritually, there's people right. who will take it just the once to go on their their quest their spiritual journey you know to use it for whatever they need to get from it and And that's the only time that they use it and they say like you you don't ever come back from using like peyote or whatever because of that same yeah type thing right um so that was from albert garcia phd a faculty member at the john hopkins university school of medicine uh, when taken in high doses, the drugs help to metaphorically reset or reboot the brain, he says. If a person is suffering from an extreme depression or addiction, it can help alter the way the brain is pro- processing information, and hopefully that change can carry over into a longer-term changes that can have therapeutic benefits. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch more information on here. Lots of different doctors are kind of getting on board to do the research right, which is on good. this yeah. because of Reddit basically this literally like yeah. the craze the the trend or whatever started on reddit people are like oh hey and then this is a thing they're taking notice um which is awesome 
science the shit out of that. Yes. The problem like, is, it on. says, there's very little research on microdosing, even yeah. though the topic has really gained traction among users, said David Nichols, PhD, co-founder and chairman of the board for the Hefter Research Institute, an organization that promotes research of hallucinogens. Hallucinogens. Yep. Um, so there hasn't been trials on this, but now that it's being talked about, right. we could possibly be seeing trials. Yeah. You know, and it, it seems like something like this would be a little bit easier in some ways. Like, I think we, we already know more about the use of mushrooms than we do the use of some new pharmaceutical. Fair. Right? Yeah. Because so many people have been using them recreationally. Right. Well, you see, but a lot of people won't come forward and talk about it. True. And there wasn't any scientific study while they were tripping. But we have... But we have the after effects that they can totally do. Kind of. the guy's name from the last article? Goss. Yeah. We've got people like Goss who have the the schooling the knowledge the degrees you know right. the the gumption to step forward and be like no 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 this is i've been giving it to these vets for years and, and yep and that's fine. that's what they need and the scientific the scientific data is what they need yes they need the actual data exactly and because not just people's that's, like reports on yeah. this that and the other, but actual data that's not, like something tangible that yeah. you can look and see and know yep exactly so I have more side effects. Do you? For mushrooms this time. <gasps> you do? I do. Oh, look at you. You have risks and benefits there. All right, fine. You can talk <laughs> about it then. Um, I don't want to talk about that one. DMT. Not, I'm not going into DMT. No, okay. thank you. you. You go. Okay. So shrooms effects. <laughs> <laughs> So taking magic mushrooms can cause the following physical effects. Increased heart rate, muscle relaxation, cramps, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, pupil dilation, dry mouth, sweating, chills, numbness, drowsiness. So, you know, the same list that you can have on any meds you're taking. Any. But, you know, eating the wrong type of mushroom is the greatest physical risk associated with magic mushroom use. Right. So there are there is such things as a deadly overdose of mm-hmm. psilocybin. We all heard that Eminem song. Right. But Sorry. people have also taken actually poisonous mushrooms. Yes. Which that's another that's thing I should scary. have said in the disclaimer <laughs> is know what you are ingesting. Right. Even with food. I mean, you could eat yeah. something like a random leaf that ends up being poisonous. You don't know. <laughs> Other physical risks stem <laughs> from the drug's psychological effects. People who use mushrooms are at an increased risk of accidental injury. They're also at risk of being assaulted or robbed. Have a babysitter. I mean,. Right? <laughs> I love this. This site is, is um, drugrehab.com has really good information. And yes. It's a very good outreach. If you need help, they're a great site to go to. There's even a little assistant that popped up when I went here that said, I can assist you with getting help for substance abuse or exploring treatment options. They're very helpful. It's funny because the medical marijuana one that we were looking at earlier was drugabuse.gov. Right? <laughs> there are some really good ones out there. Yeah, no, it's it's if great information. If you're having an issue, you know? Yeah, and even if you're not having an issue... If you have a question, perfect place to go. Yes, if it's something that you are wanting to explore, going to sites like that where you can ask honest questions mm-hmm. or where somebody's already asked it or whatever is great. It's great, yeah. Know your resources. Yep. Well, all those links will be listed. Will you send me that link? I will. All the links will be listed in the episode description. 
Um, so Jenny. Yes. I have a deal breaker. Oh my god. Deal breaker. We haven't had one of these in a long time. Are you excited, guys? We're excited. So excited. Okay, so I actually have two. Okay. They're both on topic. We started with marijuana. So your first deal breaker. They think reefer madness is an actual medical condition. (laughs) Your facials are just wonderful. Things to film. Yes. Um, Okay. No. (laughs) Pass. Pass. (laughs) So yes, it's a deal breaker. (laughs) Thank you. Next. I know. I would be really concerned about what else they'd consider a medical condition. Yes. Like or whatever. What else they believed was real. Right. Research is important to me. Knowledge is power. But they did the research. They watched the movie. Okay, no. Uh, Yes. That's not research. Movies are not research. Okay, (gasps) let me rephrase. Movies are a type of research, but they are not all the research you need. I mean, I could totally save the world like the Avengers. (laughs) If you had those superpowers, it might be possible. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Batman doesn't have superpowers, Jen. I can't be a princess. I can't be a superhero. (laughs) I didn't say that. I did not say you couldn't be one. I just have to have fancy powers. To save the world like the Avengers who have fancy powers. Yeah. So I can be a superhero? You can be a superhero. I I don't recommend it. Do I have to wear my underwear on the outside? No. That might be funny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, go for it. Yay! Yay! You have my permission (laughs) to wear your underwear on the outside of your pants. All of you do. Enjoy. Get some nice granny panties. Um, Anyways, um, so yes, deal breaker. You ready for your next one? Yeah. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. (laughs) Hopefully this one has more banter attached to it because I kind of feel bad for that last one. It was like a definite nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, because your responses are always comedy gold. I love um, you guys. I do this for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the next one is they have to take mushrooms to climax. <laughs> to climax? <laughs> um, I guess I would want to explore the reason why that helps them climax. Uh, for fair. me to be okay with it or not? Like, is it because they're not in the moment anymore and they're not? They're s- totally into you, but like they just, they just need it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> Good luck explaining that science. It has to do with blood flow, I promise. You know what? They take it for anxiety because they've got Are they performance issues. <gasps> Valid. Mm. For the sake of this, I'm going to say yes. They're, they're microdosing. microdosing. So is this something they only do during sex or something they do all the time to help control their I anxiety? I suppose they would have to take it every day if they were microdosing. I'd so be then fine it with wouldn't that. be a, a yeah. deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Then it wouldn't be a deal breaker at all. But if it was just something that they thought they needed to climax? Yeah. <sighs> like if they just like started like from the get go there first. I mean, okay. I <laughs> there are plenty of kinks out there and that's not the weirdest one. True. So I'd be okay with it as long as we could sit down and talk about it and I still got mine. That's fair. Yeah. But wouldn't you... Okay, so <laughs> I'm just thinking. There'd be questions. <laughs> wouldn't you... Because uh, like whenever you're in that moment, there's that like connection. And if one of you is on a mind-altering substance and the other one's not, is the connection going to be the same? From experience, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that look. It was it was a lot of fun. Like I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) 
Not saying everyone should do it every time. Drugs are bad, okay? Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> oh, I love you, Jenny. I have done some shit, okay? <laughs> I've done some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Um, I this might be my new favorite I think episode. If it was every, <laughs> she found a new deal breaker that she loved. Yes, more than the robot dogs. Oh no, the robot dogs. Oh, okay, <laughs> can't, can't beat that one. All right. Um, yeah, no. I think I, I don't think that would necessarily be a deal breaker. Like I said, it would have to be a conversation, just like everything else. Um, if it's something that they need every time, that's something I would like to look into as to why. Yeah, but it's doable. Nah. <laughs> Pun intended. We, right? That's what we need. We need like a little rim shot. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most yeah. Minnesotan screw up ever. <laughs> oh. oh. You rock. All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Shout out. <laughs> I don't know if we can recover from this. We can't. We just okay. have to keep going. Even Nina was like, I posted our last episode and she's like, Should I be scared? I'm like, Always. Always. <laughs> You can't handle going from oh. vibrator funerals to golden shower showers. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> no, yeah. we this might not be single. for you. <laughs> You've been warned. Yes. <laughs> Twice now. That's why we have it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout outs. We will be re-recording last week's episode and recording this week's episode. So you know what that means. Leave us a comment, ask a question, and we'll give you a shout out. Shout out. The Blitz Morning Show at The Blitz Morning. Why does everything in Minnesota rock? Because we're here. Right? <laughs> Not everything in Minnesota rocks. So true. Ice right now is a real problem. Yeah. It's very slippery. Asshole drivers that drive with their four-wheel drive on oh. thinking that they can stop on the ice. Did you hear about the car crash this morning in Egan? Yeah, because oh. one of the vehicles looked like somebody I know's vehicle that Scary. has been having some... Problems, problems and i was just like oh my god what does she drive like wasn't her that's good thankfully yeah. but yeah two people died in egan today this morning. um egan minnesota this morning um they were not exactly sure yet they were spending most of the day trying to recreate did you see an update i haven't seen an update since the recreation yeah they were trying to recreate what happened because they could not figure it out and, and both the there was a driver in each vehicle and right. both, were, both were killed yeah. which i mean this morning was very slick very we've slick. had melty it, days and it then warmed it gets up cold like crazy and yeah and then it yep. drops just below freezing at night and so it's just it's it makes ice that you can't even tell is there yeah like it was it's bad my sidewalk is terrible i uh, use salt it's still terrible oh yeah i slipped right underneath my car yeah yeah. Just like got out of the car, turned Whoop. around to lock it, and just was underneath it. And I was oh. like, uh, "This is this is gonna hurt." Yeah, <laughs> can't too, wait for this. I've got a bad hip, and I'm too old to be falling. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not that old, but I got a bad hip. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, yeah. we're, um, we're probably the, the only part, cool things in Minnesota. <laughs> well, there are well, no, there's lots of amazing lots of things. things in Minnesota. We're coming out with a pretty good mu- music scene. Mm-hmm. All things like. I, I've been, I mean, I always have my, like, following the locals Certain and stuff. music, for sure. You don't like polka? Polka's amazing. I was talking about how the EDM scene could use a little... Help? Yeah. 
magic mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, um, there are some really there are some really good up and comers and stuff. We're not like the new Seattle or anything, but I mean, there's some we really have good first Ave. Freaking Macklemore sings about it. I know. Sorry, I just... No, you just shameless plug. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's been a long day. It has been a long day. Um. How do I? What the fuck did I do? You you clicked on a thing. Go back. I did. Help. Do you need assistance? I need an adult. I'm right here. Oh wait, I we don't need qualify. an adult. We, we need, need an adult. adult. Willow, help. She's sleeping. She's snoring. I know you guys can't hear her right now, but my cat snores. Both of them actually snore. It's adorable. Okay, found it. I found it. I found Yay. it. Oh, that was the only one. Okay, you rock. Oh, nice. Yay. Okay. Um, also, NASA underscore never. They made us their featured podcast for the month. So another mm-hmm. quick shout out. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yay. What up? What up? Do we have anything else? Um, No. Mm, cool. Follow us on social media. Really easy to find us. Everything is at NSMN pod. NSMN. Not. So, Minnesota, nice pod. pod. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yay! Hey, we can actually kind of clink. <gasps> we can clink. Do it. That kind of worked. You know what? I do my best, Jess. You did great. Do I'm proud best. of you. <laughs> we try and do this. Nah, that's not as cool. Go with the first one. <gasps> <laughs> she almost knocked it down on our equipment. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had it. That would have been a brief or a, not a brief end. A quick end. A fast end. You know what? I'm done. I'm going to bed. A Good quickie. night. Good night. Good night, you guys.